The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. In the meantime, Noel Cunningham is here and Noel may be able to answer the question that Pat asked me and I hadn't a breeze as to what the answer was. The significance of Camilla becoming queen rather than Princess Camilla or whatever the title, the equivalent of what Prince Philip had. Well, I'm so glad you asked that because I kind of feel in the last week and today in particular that Camilla, who definitely came in from the cold and really has played an extraordinary role in the lead up to uh, the King's coronation. She has been such an amazing support. Now there is a very distinct uh, difference uh, because a man marrying a reigning monarch will by old sort of royal decree become a prince consort. They will never be anointed, they will never be crowned and that is just the way it is. That's the decree, that's the way it was. Camilla will in fact, thanks to Her Majesty the Queen, who cleverly enough a couple of years ago she was at Balmoral and she decided um, probably with after great discussion with courtiers that Camilla's role had been significant had been extraordinary even though the Queen wouldn't have thought that at the beginning and she decreed at that point and made a public utterance that in view of her support for the then Prince Charles that it would be rather acceptable that she would be called Queen Consort and that is that is at the crux that's at the nub So she will be crowned? She will be crowned and she will be anointed Now you won't see the anointing that is the most sacred part of this extraordinary day You won't see it it's done behind this magnificent screen and both the King and um, Camilla will be anointed private and it's it's the big part and thereafter and don't don't think for a moment that that title concert will remain because the way I see it and perhaps rightly so from here on in and it would be the king's wish uh, Camilla will be called Queen Camilla and 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 so be it it's funny in watching it it is only now that the penny has dropped that this is effectively a military display locked in amber I mean, this is cavalry. This is a, a display of power, but it's a display of power from 250 years ago. But that's in essence what this is. This yeah. is the might of empire being marched down yeah. for all to see. And, and let people say what they like. Uh, the reality is people buy into this. And the Princess Royal um, a few days ago made an interesting uh, observation when asked about the challenges that lie ahead or the relevance of the monarchy. And she said, at times of great change, and my goodness, Britain with sort of the revolving door and prime ministers coming and going and Brexit and all of that, and the way the country has been kind of shaken to the core in some ways in political circumstances, uh, Sort of a sense. Um, the Princess Royal said that the royals are the stability. The people, even those who complain and whinge and moan, they are the people who actually look toward the monarchy as that which sustains and remains. And that's that's an interesting one. Now it's lovely. The coach we're looking at now is the Diamond Jubilee coach. Uh, and then when they are crowned later, they will return to Buckingham Palace in that magnificent gold uh, state coach. And I know people have said... They have said, a second one like that? 
Oh, uh, the, wait till you see the next one. It's amazing. I think Queen Victoria wasn't too happy with that because it made her a little seasick, you know. Um, but um, uh, the, uh, the comment I was going to make is this, that in a way, uh, their majesties are at a bit of a loss insofar as there have been so many great occasions in recent times. You had the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, you had the the death uh, of Prince Philip, and you had, of course, the Queen's um, sort of lying in state and her amazing funeral. So today, what we are watching is something that they've pulled out all the stops were. It's gone above and beyond. And when you think that, you know, uh, people complain about the cost and whatever, and there was some murmurings about that. But going back centuries, one of the kings that was crowned was giving out because his brother had spent £25,000 on a coat. And and the king, and it's not as if they're jewels that he will wear going to the shop or down to the pub. I mean, you're talking about jewels and, and diamonds worth about £3 billion. You know, it's incredible stuff. These are just extraordinary sights. As we are speaking, they have just arrived at the great west door of uh, Westminster Abbey. The coach has pulled up. Now, strangely in amongst everything, which is so hugely impressive, the coach has pulled up in front of what looks to be the kind of perspex walkway you'd put at a marquee wedding if you were a little bit short on cash when you were putting it all together. It is, it, compared to everything, it is, though, no, it's a bit ropey, isn't it? Yeah, the problem is that when Victoria and the, William the Conqueror and those people were crowned, they had to sludge through wet in windy ah, conditions. Come on. If you were in Harvey's Point and they said there's a wedding coming up and that's the yoke we're going to put at the front door, you'd say go away and come back with something that looks a lot better than that it looks like RSJ and Perspex. Trust me when I tell you that the inner lining on that is damask silk and magnificent and we are seeing it at a wide angle and you know what's so so wonderful some people this morning were just curious will Prince William for example now have to curtsy to Camilla the Queen he will of course that's the way it works and that is the most beautiful walk in here we look at we see all the royals you see Edward and um, his wonderful wife uh, Prince Edward and his well, they are now the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh um, they are they are wearing the the garter robes, the, the, the order of the garter, which is the personal gift of the sovereign. And Prince Edward, for a young prince who was criticised so widely for many years, he and his wife have become two of the real stalwarts of the current royal family. Let us go back across to uh, Henry McKean. Henry, I don't wish to cheapen this by bringing money into it, but I will nonetheless, presumably from a British perspective, this is hugely valuable because whatever your views on the monarchy, whatever your views on the coronation, this will be broadcast to hundreds of millions of worldwide and it will be the UK looking as good as the UK can look and with that comes a a price, with that comes a value. You get tourism, you get interest, you get all of that. Anton, you're right. I mean, here on the streets of London, uh, we've got um, perhaps hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. And a lot of them are tourists coming in from Japan, coming in from uh, South America, from the United States. And they're here. They're here for, for the king, for the coronation, the fact that this is uh, the first uh, coronation in, in 70 years in our lifetimes, in our 
in our parents' lifetimes and, and, and perhaps, as I said, another uh, 15 years. But yeah, this is costing hundreds of millions, but it will bring in hundreds of millions. The royal family costs about a hundred million pounds a year to, to keep going at the same price as a 10-part series of The Crown. But here's the kicker. The security bill to keep them safe is another 400 million. So they are hugely expensive. There is a cost of living crisis in the UK like there is in Ireland. And a lot of them, uh, you know, the, the poorest of the poor here in England to go to food banks, kids do go hungry. So not everyone is happy about this huge expense. But this is what they love. What is Britain good at? They're good at the Premier League and they're good at pomp. They're good at pomp and circumstance today. They're great at stuff like, uh, like this coronation or perhaps a royal wedding or the Queen's funeral last year. This is what they're best at. And, and the troops and the colour, the excitement, the build-up, uh, just very, very special and something that we should all be um, witnessing. It's history. This is history in the making. Even though it's pouring with rain here, it's still history uh, and we should all um, take it all in and we'll be telling our grandparents if we're Republicans or not about this, our grandchildren, I should say, in years to come. Well, Henry, we, we will let you get back to covering it and getting the views of those in attendance. Thanks very much for taking the time this morning. That is uh, News Talk's own Henry McKean. Noel, on to that thing of the pump. As pump goes, it has to be said, this is, this is the apogee of all global pump. Is it getting to the point of pantomime? No. Are you sure? No. You know, I, I often think that sometimes in times of great sort of world turmoil and when people are, let's just say, on a low for a variety of reasons, this sort of a day brings a little bit of glamour, a bit of pomp, a bit of ceremony. It encourages sort of the hope in us all to... And, you know, we love uh, we love to be voyeuristic. And a lot of people have a deep... still have a deep respect for the royal family. Well, speaking of voyeurism, I noticed yeah. when, when Henry was talking, I saw you perk up looking at the screen because Harry was... I spotted Prince Harry. Now, the interesting thing is, just going back to what you spoke to, and I'll come back to uh, Prince Harry in a moment... Um, our industry in London uh, this weekend, uh, hospitality, they will they will garner at least seven hundred and fifty million. That's three quarters of a billion. That's a conservative estimate. And trust me, I have been talking to some outlets in America over the last few days. They would take the British royal family, their castles, and every single one of them, black sheep, black whatever any moment and transplant them to wherever they wanted with joy because the British royal family apart any of the sort of um, matters of state or politics or tradition or custom they draw massive crowds to the United Kingdom. Camilla is now walking into uh, Westminster Abbey. She has I briefly thought that they were carrying a carpet behind her but it is a long rectangular part of whatever gown or yes. uh, piece of clothing she is wearing. So she's now part of the processions coming through the centre of Westminster Abbey. It appears from what I can see uh, on the um, cover, that is part of her clothing, isn't it? Very no. much so. And bear in mind that... It's a good when, 30 feet long. When the Queen, uh, when the Queen uh, well, was cro- when the Queen um, was coronated, uh, <laughs> she needed about 25 good 
sturdy lasses to carry her it weighed a ton and the Queen often spoke about the weight of the crown the crown that Camilla will wear has been adapted it's not quite as heavy it's about £1.5 and an interesting point I should say giving sort of um, Ireland the nod as well uh, Philip Tracy a shout out to Galway will have more of his hats in the Westminster Abbey today than we've had hot dinners Anton it's extraordinary always good to see a milliner doing well yes. so King Charles is now standing at the doorway of the West Door the Great West Door of the Abbey under the perspex that I was giving out so much about but that Noel maintains is festooned in silk wearing <laughs> a combination of, of uh, fur and a red robe and that long rectangular train that is being held by uh, six people Meanwhile, William and Kate are standing in the uh, procession outside the door, also waiting to go in, also wearing all of the colours and medals that you would uh, expect. And things are about to get, I suspect, formally underway at this point for the coronation. If you want to hear more, you'll have to listen to it from Bobby Kerr, who will, of course, be keeping you up to date as he these things. He won't mention it, probably. <laughs> we'll make him. We'll oh, make him. Noel. Make him, absolutely. Noel Cunningham, always a pleasure. Thank uh-huh. you very much. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.